Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to your D1T in 5 for Monday afternoon, July 13th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. We start with the announcement that the Patriot League is canceling sports for the fall. However, Navy and Army may be allowed to pursue competitive opportunities given their unique missions within higher education. The league's exploring opportunities to play fall sports during the spring semester. Hampton has also suspended all fall sports. Pirates athletic director Eugene Marshall saying, quote, if conditions permit, we may anticipate resuming all athletic related activities during the spring semester 2021. The spring semester will consist of both winter and spring sports. This afternoon on the Paul Feinbaum Show, Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger reports that a doctor advising conference commissioners told him COVID cases will have to plateau or fall nationally in order to have a college football season. Dellinger goes on to say this may be the biggest two or three weeks in the history of college football. Kentucky men's basketball coach John Calipari and Harvard head men's basketball coach Tommy Amaker have partnered to establish the McClendon Minority Leadership Initiative under the umbrella of the John McClendon Foundation. The Minority Leadership Initiative will provide access and create meaningful employment opportunities for minority candidates. The process includes athletic directors making future leader positions available within athletic departments, coaches serving as ambassadors to promote and raise funds for the program, minority applicants applying for positions through minorityleaders.org, and a resume aggregation and interview process conducted through a partnership with ProLink. Interim Texas President Jay Hartzell sent a letter co-signed by his cabinet, which includes Texas Athletic Director Chris Del Conte, to the campus community emphasizing the need to increase diversity among the student body. Among the actions, UT will work with a group of students, faculty, staff, and alumni to allocate a multi-million dollar investment from athletics department revenues to worthy university programs whose aim is to recruit, attract, retain, and support African-American students. In addition, the university will rename the Robert L. Moore Building, honor Heman M. Sweat in additional ways, construct a monument for the first African-American undergraduate students, and rename Joe Jamail Field, among other actions. In personnel notes, the West Coast Conference staff will operate remotely for the remainder of the calendar year. The NABC has named former Oregon State and Brown head coach and current New York Knicks Vice President of Player Development and Minor League Operations Craig Robinson as its new executive director. And Northwestern Athletic Director Jim Phillips has been named the chair of the Division I Men's Basketball Committee for the 2021-22 season. Cal State Fullerton Athletic Director Jim Donovan notes that the loss of baseball and softball this spring, along with the inability to rent out facilities over the summer, have had a significant financial impact, compelling the Titans to lay off 16 staff members, including 13 full-time annual renewable positions. Moving forward, Donovan says the department is looking to trim $850,000 to $900,000 from its $14 million operating budget for the current fiscal year. Virginia Athletic Director Carla Williams projects the Cavaliers will see a 15 to 30% revenue shortfall, even with an uninterrupted football and basketball season. Consequently, the department has cut its budget by 10%, and every head coach and employee making above $100,000 opted in to take a voluntary pay cut. Iowa State Athletic Director Jamie Pollard clarifies in a letter to fans why it's so important for the Cyclones to play sports this fall, explaining that while safety will be the top priority, ISU would incur approximately $40 million in unfunded expenses in the next six months should fall sports not be played. The university's revenue loss for its educational fund for fiscal year 21 is more than $41 million. Since the start of COVID-19 through August 23rd of 2020, the university's revenue losses and costs are estimated to be an additional $73 million. Furthermore, state agencies, including the university and its departments, are not allowed to incur debt for operating expenses. Therefore, he continues, quote, Our efforts are laser-focused on developing a plan for the fall season that is safe for our teams and fans and can generate enough financial support to sustain our athletics program. 
Yahoo's Pete Thamel gets the opinions of a number of officials on what this season may look like, with one Power 5 athletic director saying, quote, Right now, I don't see a path in the current environment to how we play football. I'm confident that we'll get back to what we all think of as normal, but it may be a year before that happens. While another Power 5 official thinks, quote, It's more likely we're in this situation the same time next year than we play football in the fall. Another high-ranking college official adds, quote, Ultimately, no one is playing football in the fall. It's just a matter of how it unfolds. As soon as one of the Autonomy 5 or Power 5 conferences makes a decision, that's going to end it. Banner Society reports SEC officials are still emphatic about playing football in the fall. Consequently, a variety of potential schedules have been suggested, but none of them involve Group of Five or FCS opponents. Potential scenarios without G5 and FCS opponents include an eight-game conference slate, an expanded conference slate, or an alliance with the Big 12 and or ACC. And finally, the value of Auburn's contract with Under Armour has fallen more than 11% due to a clause in which Auburn accepted $10 million of stock to be paid out over the lifetime of the contract. Since signing the deal in 2015, just days after Under Armour's stock reached an all-time high of $54.70 per share, the company has struggled and the $10 million in stock originally accepted is now worth just $1.77 million. And that is all for your D1T5 for Monday afternoon, July 13th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. If you are not subscribed to D1 Ticker, be sure to go to d1ticker.com to subscribe. My name is Anthony Grossi, and we will see you next time.